There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone we have a electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. Sometimes, in tragic cases, people feel they have no way out of their horrible circumstances and, in turn, take their own lives. On May 21st, 1938, a man would take his feelings of desperation and dejection and take not just his life, but the lives of 30 others. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On May 21st, 1938, a tragic event referred to as the Suyama Massacre took place in a small rural village of Kamo in the Empire of Japan. It began with a loss of power in the evening of May 20th, which plunged the community into darkness. Little did they know that this was not the work of the weather or a faulty wire. This was the work of a man named Matsuo Toy, a man ready to cause chaos. First to fall prey to this man was his own 76-year-old grandmother, who was decapitated by an axe. Matsuo then strapped two flashlights to his head and began prowling the dark streets. Now, a little background. There was a common practice in Japan, one that went all the way back to ancient time, called yobai. Yobai, or night crawling, was a custom that involved young men who prowled the streets looking to discover how sex worked. They would crawl into the window of a woman they wished to have an encounter with, make their intentions known. If the woman consented, the two would spend the night having sex in complete silence. Her parents, who obviously knew of the practice, would choose to remain oblivious. Then, in the morning, the man simply left. In rural Japan, it was quite normal to find a spouse through Yobai. So, when Matsuo went prowling through the streets under the cover of darkness and entered through neighbors' windows, those who witnessed him simply thought he was a man practicing Yobai and left him to his own devices. What they didn't know was that on his person was a shotgun, a sword, and an axe. In total, over the course of 90 minutes, Matsuo Toy killed 29 of his neighbors, which was over half of the resident population in this small community. And at dawn, before having to answer for his crimes, the 21-year-old shot himself in the chest and ended his life. So, who was Matsuo Toy, and why did he feel the need to take the lives of, in total, 30 innocent people? Matsuo was born into a life of comfort, his parents were well off, and he would have grown up to have a good life. Except when he was just a baby, both parents died of tuberculosis, and he was left in the care of his grandmother. Yes, that same one he would later kill. After his sister married when he was 17, leaving him alone in the home, he began withdrawn and socially awkward. A few years later, the story of a sex worker who strangled her lover and severed his penis and carried it around in her kimono became front-page news, and Matsuo was, for whatever reason, hooked on the details. He even started writing a book about it. He was so intrigued. Then something tragic happened. In May of 1937, he was diagnosed with the same disease that took his parents from him, tuberculosis. And at the time, this was a true death sentence. After his diagnosis, he noticed how differently people began to treat him. Women in the village rejected his sexual advances, both because of the disease and because of his hypersexuality, and neighbors shied away when he was near. Matsuo began to feel alone, 
isolated, ostracized, and more importantly, angry. So, knowing he was on borrowed time, he began his plot to get revenge on everyone in the village who he believed wronged him. He felt he had nothing to lose and bided his time by collecting weapons until that perfect day in May of 1938. The sad part is, is that everyone saw him spiraling. His deteriorating mental and physical health was well known in the village, and no one tried to reach out or help him. Maybe if they did, none of this would have happened. This was just one last slight felt by Matsuo Toy. In his suicide note, he claimed that his grandmother had to die so he could save her from being known as the woman who raised a murderer. He saw her kill as one of mercy. Until 1982, the Suyama massacre was considered one of the worst rampage killings by a single perpetrator in modern history. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 22nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.